want to think of the rhythm section as a skeletal system in the body. Um, so the because everyone is doing it remotely and we're not doing it together, the rhythmic syncing has to be very precise. And in order for that to happen, all the musicians need to be able to hear and feel the rhythms and the hits that are provided by the drummer first. Otherwise, it becomes uh, very difficult for the drummer to play on top of the other musicians if the phrasing isn't rhythmically accurate. Secondly, uh, with the other two components, the bassist and the pianist, when the harmonies are set, that allows the horn players on top to be able to hear the harmonies in order to play their solos. It's still a little challenging because in a performance, a live performance situation, the rhythm uh, players, the harmony parts, particularly the bassist and the pianist, of course, will alter their harmonies based off of what the soloist is playing. Recording separately with the layering uh, eliminates the live give and take. It's not 100% natural, but it works enough to provide a good recording. Jesse, you've picked out for listening right now your take, your group's take on Hank Mobley's This I Dig of You. But it took a really long time to complete. This is partly because we started it just before the killing of George Floyd in May. That event was so shocking that it delayed the project almost a month. Now, this being our first recording, it's far from perfect if I do say so myself. The point is though that it not be perfect. And in fact, I prefer and even like the fact that there's imperfection because let's face it, this is a microcosm of what we are facing in this pandemic and everything else that is going on in our world in 2020. That said, what's special about this performance besides that it's our maiden voyage is that it features a band that played together at Stack Deck Brewing in downtown St. Paul every Tuesday and it was joint funded by the St. Paul Cultural Star Grant and the Metro Regional Arts Council, which also funds the making of these videos. That band played all the way up to the shutdown in mid-March. It features Omar Abdul Karim on trumpet, Jeff Reinier on trombone, Tom Lewis on bass, and of course myself on drums. Because this band played together every week, unbeknownst to us, we were essentially rehearsing for this project. And in fact, I think we ended our last performance together with this song. Speaking with Jesse Simon of the Minnesota Hard Bop Collective, you wanted to put something on by the trio. Uh, the song that we're doing is Tad Dameron's Our Delight, and it features Kaviesh Kaviraj on piano and Charlie Lincoln on bass. What I like about this tune is that I push the rhythmic envelope as the song has a lot of breaks and hits, and I wanted to see if the app could rhythmically sync it, and it was challenging. Kaviesh had to make up for some of the Wi-Fi delay physically while he was recording, 
and I think he did an excellent job. Also, I'm a big fan of the legendary bassist Paul Chambers' Arco sound, and that is Paul Chambers used to bow a lot during his solos, and so I asked Charlie if he could give that a shot, and he did an amazing job with it as well. Speaking with Jesse Simon of the Minnesota Heart Bop Collective. Jesse, the collective is recording in an unusual way and releasing the results to the jazz community. What's the response been like? It's been very, very positive. Uh, people have been writing back to me, um, especially in my email list. Um, I have an email list which you can sign up for at my website at www mnhardbopcollective.org. I had one particular um, couple who used to come every week to see the trio play at 56 Brewing Company, and their son had turned, uh, I think he had turned three, and uh, they were so overjoyed by the music, they uh, asked me to do a special uh, homage to him, I guess, but I just what we ended up doing was singing Happy Birthday on the drums. Um, just to, to reach out to him because he had a birthday during COVID, which I think everybody is going to end up having a birthday, a COVID birthday, isolated. So, but they were so overjoyed by that, uh, being able to uh, hear us and, and uh, that, that that was something that came out of it. But it's been really great. And that's, that's why I'm doing these performances is so that I can just let people know that, you know, we're still here and... Uh, we're still, you know, we may not be performing regularly, but, you know, we're still here. We're still practicing. We're still playing. And likewise, on the other end, the fans and the people who care about this music are also still here. And they still love this music. And nothing um, is going to stop us from, 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 from staying in touch. The community's commitment is, is really helping push this project forward. And also the commitment of the players, of course. The songs themselves provide uh, a challenge that really uh, has to push the musicians to certain limits. Um, for example, with my own experience uh, in doing this, having to play the music by myself with a metronome, uh, that's a challenge. That's not easy to do. But challenges can be good for musicians. They're picking up a new skill, absolutely. I've been told by the musicians who play with me regularly that they enjoy playing with me and they enjoy doing my gigs because it gives them a challenge. And that's kind of how my spirit is in playing this music. I want to be challenged. And I think that this acapella project certainly adds another layer of challenge. And it's been fun. To access Minnesota Hardbop Collective free downloads and streaming, the web address is mnhardbopcollective.org. Also try Facebook for The Minnesota, spelled out, Hardbop Collective. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking. ¶¶